Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, April 25th, 2021, and this is day 1153 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you and glorify you. Thank you for being our sovereign God, for uh, creating us to be like you, to go forth and fulfill every single thing you've given us while we're here on this earth. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is stay in your lane. Yes, <laughs> stay in your lane. I think, um, I don't know, maybe a year or two ago, I did a message on that before, and I don't know if it was from uh, this uh, passage or not, but we're going to be coming out of Acts chapter 19, verses 13 through 22. Acts 19, verses 13 through 22. And uh, this uh this Bible truth is so powerful in so many aspects of our life, uh, how we can uh, use it uh, to, you know, help us as we kind of get stuck sometimes or try to mimic uh, someone else when that's not what God would have us to do. So let's let's dive in and see what, what, what the Lord has for us today. So we're at Acts chapter 19, starting at verse 13 through 22. And it says, some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon possessed. They would say, in the name of the Jesus whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. Seven sons of Sceva a Jewish chief priest, were doing this. One day, the evil spirit answered them, Jesus I know, and Paul I know about, but who are you? That is absolutely profound, right? Because <laughs> we might think, uh, first of all, our enemy is Satan, and uh, the angels, a third of the angels, followed Satan from heaven, uh, and Satan was once in heaven. They These are all created beings by God. God created them all, but they chose to go against God. He re, Satan rebelled against God. So a third of the angels followed him, uh, and they're here uh, in the earth roaming around, uh, and they're in the spiritual realm, uh, heavenly realms, uh, uh, and they are trying to get as many people as they can to follow them. So those third of those angels that followed him are demons. And so those demons, uh, they have to have a body. And so they are, that's why they possess a body. And uh, then they try to get you to do things that are harmful, not only to yourself, but to others. Uh, and, and we'll see here what happened to these seven sons of this Jewish priest and how and and then the other thing that really stands out is how these evil spirits know Jesus well they they uh they tremble at the name of Jesus first of all 
And uh, anyone who is doing the, the will of Jesus, who's accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they tremble because of it. Because now uh, you have a Jesus inside of you, the spirit of the Lord, uh, and that evil spirit cannot uh, penetrate. He's going to try to do whatever he can to get you to do wrong. But um, as far as possessing you, he cannot as long as you are uh, a child of God and you have Jesus within you, which makes you a child of God. So um, anyway, he these demons knew uh, who Paul was. They knew who Jesus was. They know and they're upset because <laughs> they're losing ground. And, and the last days are upon us and they know that they have such a short time. So they're trying to gain as many as they, as many people as they can, uh, to be uh, with them to go to hell for eternity. And, uh, so let me, let me go ahead and finish up. It says, um, verse 16, then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them and overpowered them all. He overpowered seven people. Now these evil spirits, can be ushered in in many ways through alcohol, drugs, through, um, you know, uh, all kinds of things that we may be looking at through our eyes um, that, that can usher them in. Uh, what we hear, our ear gate, these are gates. Think of it, ear gate, eye gate, that these spirits can enter in based upon what we begin to fill ourselves up with, okay? And and then they that's how this man... Uh, whatever it was, he, he ended up being uh, overtaken by evil spirits. Doesn't mean you can't be delivered from them. Um, you can. Uh, but he uh, had so much power from these spirits that he <laughs> overtook them all to where he gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. When this came, became known to the Jews and Greeks living in Ephesus, they were all seized with fear and the name of the Lord Jesus was held in high honor. Many of those who believed now came and openly confessed what they had done. A number who had practiced sorcery, which is also witchcraft uh, and which is evil, brought their scrolls together and burned them publicly. When they calculated the value of the scrolls, the total came to 50,000 drachmas, which is about a day's wages. So one drachmas equals one day's wages, okay? In this way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power. And after all this happened, Paul decided to go to Jerusalem, passing through Macedonia and Achaia. After I have been there, he said, I must visit Rome also. He sent two of his helpers, Timothy and Erastus, to Macedonia while he stayed in the province of Asia a little longer. He was there doing the work of God. He had been there for two years doing God's will and extraordinary miracles. Uh, and the people were um, trying to mimic him. And then we see what happens. But then we also see deliverance take place, which is powerful. The people that saw what had happened to those seven sons of Sceva, they decided, let me get it together now. <laughs> I don't want to go through that. And they begin to confess their sins and get right. And that was Paul's purpose for being there. We all have a purpose. And it's all about yielding to God and obeying and doing the purpose, whatever that purpose is that he's given us. So point number one, 
Many times we do things simply because it makes us look good or important or because it gives us power and fame or because it makes us wealthy. We need to be careful about our motive for doing things. Instead, we should ask God what he wants us to do. Ask what are our gifts and and how we should use them to glorify God. That's how we stay in our lane. (laughs) Have you ever noticed the birds, animals, fish, and insects? They all know what they were created for and they do it very well. So you don't see fish trying to fly. You don't see birds, uh, you know, going around like an insect. (laughs) You just don't do. They all have specific purposes and it's built into them. It's a natural thing. Now, they don't have a thinking brain like we do. They're very, they're all instinctual. Whereas us as humans, we have an instinctual part of our brain, a thinking part of our brain, and um, and we also uh, have uh, uh, an, an inspirational. Oh darn it! I forgot the words when I was going to say. <laughs> so our instinctual part of our brain is the one that um, acts like you know we just react and do things. Our thinking part of our brain, uh, you know, we we are now able to make conscious choices and decisions. And then, okay, it was the emotional part of our brain was the other one that I was trying to think of. Yeah, the emotional part of our brain. So thinking about that, our brain that God blessed us with, unlike any other thing he created, uh, we have a choice to do his will and or not to do, uh, just as I said earlier. And so we have a choice to allow these gifts and talents that God has blessed us with to be our goal, all right, to do those things. And and as we're doing them, we would be building the kingdom of God uh, if we're following after the Lord. Point number two, we may bump our heads a few times before we totally yield to God's way for our lives, as the people here learn by seeing the horrible things um, that happened to the seven sons of Sceva. Once that happened, though, people woke up and took seriously what pleased God. And that is what God wants us to get today. He wants us to understand he is such a loving and forgiving God. He does not (laughs) hold it against us. When we ask him for forgiveness, he forgives us as far as the east is from the west. And he doesn't bring it up again. We bring it up. Other people bring it up. And, and and the thing is, we need to just turn away from it and begin to go the direction God would have us to go, like these people did. They understood, and they got rid of everything. I mean, they burned up all that stuff that was evil and decided, uh-uh, we're not going to go the evil way. We're going to do what's right. We're going to get our lives together here and do things that's right. And God... God allows us to go through that process. You know, um, he gives us chance after chance. And, and and we don't know, though, when our day is that, you know, that final day when we uh, we die and transition to be with him or transition to go to hell based upon who we've served, whom we've served while we've been here. Uh, and that that is the key. And understanding that our gifts that God gives us are to be something that we should treasure 
and be excited about using to build the kingdom of God. Um, I can't begin to tell you how many times I've stumbled and, and bumped my head and how many times God has forgiven me and given me chance after chance. And, and he is no respecter of persons. You know, we need to just, you know, once we know better, begin to do better. And, and, and we see a brother or sister doing something great that looks great to us. Hey, acknowledge that, uh, let them know how how good of a job they're doing and you continue doing the good job you do in the lane God has given you. Don't try to copy them. Uh, nothing wrong with admiring them, but we need to do what God has called us to do. I had the privilege yesterday of, um, of uh, conducting the wedding of my cousin, Linda, who got married uh, yesterday and I did the wedding uh, in her home and it was a very intimate setting. It was really beautiful and it was really nice to see her very happy and her husband very happy together. Um, but one of the things that stood out when I walked in the house and there were several people, everybody, you know, just, and when I say several, I mean like maybe, maybe all together, maybe 30 people or so walking around and, and some people were outside and, and they were distanced the way she had it laid out. It was just really nice. And um, people greeting one another and happy to see each other. But then I saw my other cousin, uh, Linda's sister, who's the oldest. She was in the kitchen. So it was a very, it was a very open area. So you could see everything from one space. And so where my cousin Angie was, cooking and getting everything prepared. And while everybody else was chattering and, and laughing and, and hugging and, and getting the babies, and she was focused in on preparing the meal for the people. And every time I've ever seen my cousin, uh, whenever we've done cookouts, whenever we've you know done get-togethers or parties, she's the one in that family that does all the cooking. And and her sisters always say, will you do the food for me? Will you do this? And, she, and I said, hey, how are you doing? And we gave each other a hug. She said, I'm just doing what I do. I always do this. And I said, that's because it's your gift. And you do it so effortlessly and so beautifully. And she said, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess you, okay, I guess you're right. All right. Uh, but it was just so beautiful to see how she just flowed in that while everyone else was doing, you know, whatever it was they were doing, but she was able to be tuned in and, and focused on, in on God. I'll never forget another lady I met um, several years ago when I had uh, uh, my staffing business uh, where we did parties and uh, serving clean. And I officed on 18th and Vine and in across the hall from me was a lady that was a lawyer. And uh, I had many conversations with her because I sourced her out for help when I was trying to do some things with my business. And she shared the story with me. She said, you know, my parents, my family are not too happy with me, you know, uh, because they paid for me to go to law school. And I really thought that's what I wanted to do. And I mainly did it because they wanted me to do it. She said, but I really enjoy selling Mary Kay makeup and I've been doing it. I've been doing it all throughout college and I really enjoy it and I love it. And I think that's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, good for you. You do what 
what makes you happy, your gift, your talents. And, and, and I don't know whatever happened after that. I, but I was really uh, touched by that, that she shared that with me, first of all. And uh, to know, you know, after going to college for so long, for that to come out and know, realize that all along, this is what I enjoy doing. So I ask you to begin focusing on that. What is God giving you to do? But the first step would be, if you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, would be that would be the first step. So Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And that is the ultimate right there. Oh, glory to God. You will be with the Lord for eternity. Oh, man, God, the angels are rejoicing right now because of you. I love you all so, so much. Um, may the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org, and check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website, if you would, uh, by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love. And that would be the way to to receive our messages. We will no longer be texting them out after the end of April. So uh, about 300 of them go out every day and we will be ceasing that and uh, going over to emailing only. Uh, So look forward to it. If you'd like to continue to receive the messages, please subscribe by doing that. All right. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.